We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app As of today, almost half the counties in the United States of America have passed some form of law or ordinance nullifying Second Amendment legislation and executive orders and Supreme Court orders from Washington. The Democrats have a problem. To carry out the rest of their agenda, they're going to need boots on the ground. Controlling the military is only part of the equation. They need to control the police, too. All you got to do is watch television, understanding this, and you can see that they're obsessed with it. Leftists don't just want to eliminate the police, as I've been telling you. They want to become the police. And it appears they're preparing in myriad ways to turn the military against the American people. Our Constitution makes clear that the military of the United States of America was never supposed to be turned on the people, was never supposed to operate domestically. Or on our soil. But now, in a stunning admission by the New York Post, we know the Pentagon is operating on our soil. That the Pentagon has raised a secret army. This is like something out of a novel. But it's in the New York Post this morning. The Pentagon has raised a secret 60,000 strong army. And it is manipulating everything from social media to spying domestically on our soil. But before I get to that, I need to tell you the history of this kind of thing. The Pentagon is not the first or even the second intelligence or military agency to go rogue in the U.S. It's the third. The third to become so powerful it can defy congressional oversight. Congress, by the way, didn't even know what the Pentagon did. The Constitution and any other authority but its own. One of the features of authoritarian regimes is that their intelligence apparatus runs the regime, not merely works for it. And at some point on the way to authoritarianism, the party, and there's always just one party in an authoritarian regime, essentially merges with the intelligence state. You see this in Soviet Russia, And even Russia today, every one of their leaders for nearly 100 years has come out of the intelligence state. There is no other track or path to leadership. The intelligence apparatus is bigger, deeper, wider, 
and more powerful than the government. It floats above it, terrorizing citizens. Almost all these intelligence apparatuses, departments, and agencies once started as part of a normal functioning government, but then took over, transcending the governments they rose out of, terrorizing the population, and ruling through fear and an iron fist. At some point, from authoritarian regime to authoritarian regime, these intelligence agencies, the military, whatever it is in that particular country, became untethered from the management of elected or appointed officials and spun out of control, becoming bigger and bolder and badder than any other force that exists. At some point, they began simply doing whatever they wanted and answering to no one. The point when it became obvious that that had occurred in America, at least to me, was 2017, when Congress became aware that the FBI was illegally spying on Trump and had colluded with the Russians to make up, and Hillary, a dossier that they would then perjure themselves at a felony level before the FISA court, pass off as evidence, and use not just to spy on Trump, people fundamentally misunderstand this, but the entire Republican Party. What folks don't understand is that the warrant the FBI got through felonious means, they lied to the FISA court, to spy on Carter Page was something called a three-jump warrant. It allowed them to spy on Page, a minor player, plus everyone he had even the remotest contact with, anybody he'd been copied on an email with or passed in the hall at Trump Tower, and the next jump, anyone they'd ever known or been in contact with. Representative Trey Gowdy explained at the time that what that meant was they now had a net so wide they could spy with impunity on the entire Republican Party. And they got it by lying to the FISA court, perjuring themselves at a felony level, which to date only one FBI official has ever been convicted of. From the beginning, Republican officials, Congress members with security clearances knew pretty much all of this. But they needed proof. And so they subpoenaed both the FBI and the Department of Justice 36 times. But what these Congress members didn't yet understand, but would come to understand, is that the FBI had become untethered from any sort of congressional oversight or management. They simply didn't answer to Congress or even really the government anymore. Every one of those subpoenas was ignored, including by Bill Barr under Trump. That's an ungodly amount of power. You take the funding and you answer to no one. You commit crimes with it and nothing happens. No one can obtain the evidence of your crime because you have transcended the management of Congress. Yet you still possess, as an agency, the means to terrorize members of Congress with investigations. That is, in a nutshell, the story of how the FBI went rogue under Obama. But it now turns out it was just one of the agencies that did. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Remember the NSA spy program that Edward Snowden revealed? It was an illegal violation of the Fourth Amendment then. It still is today. But no one in Congress has dared strike it down. It collects everything about you, who you call, every keystroke, what you write, emails, texts. They have everything on you, your whole search history. That database has become the plaything of the FBI. Every year, like clockwork, the FISA court issues the same report an admonishment of the FBI for illegally using and searching the NSA database, including for politicians, Trump, and even friends, neighbors, family, boyfriends, girlfriends. Yep, they illegally use it between 16 and 19,000 times a year, as the FISA court's annual report has documented. Every one of them is a crime. Every one of them required a subpoena. But the FBI, untethered from any kind of congressional management, doesn't really care. In what I consider the most explosive WikiLeaks dump ever, we learned that the CIA was jealous. They were still having to get court orders to search the NSA database. So they went rogue too, creating their own internal version of the NSA database and not bothering to ask Congress for permission to do so. In fact, it was only because of the last WikiLeaks dump that we even know the CIA has its own NSA-style database they use illegally and with impunity. They, too, are off the chain and out of control. And now we know the Pentagon is, too, thanks to this shocking, and I'm talking jaw-dropping, report by the New York Post today. The implications are staggering. Our Constitution makes clear that the military of the United States of America was never supposed to be turned on the people, was never supposed to be used against the people, was never supposed to operate domestically or on our soil. But now we know there's an army that does, a secret army, one that the Pentagon never asked Congress's permission, according to the New York Post, to create. It is 60,000 strong costs a billion dollars a year to operate and has an intelligence component that is 10 times bigger than the CIA. It was created in 2011 under the Obama administration. It has its own special forces units and it also uses a shadowy network of paid military contractors to do its bidding. And the most terrifying part of all, the Post reports that it operates both internationally and domestically, in other words, illegally, on our soil. And despite its size, not a single congressional hearing has ever been held on it or referenced it. God, folks, this is exactly 
what the CIA did when they just unilaterally created their own NSA-style database. They went, huh, love that. What Snowden exposed was cool. We'll just create our own. Now, here is the truly frightening part. While half this army is made up of special forces, the other half is made up of so-called cyber warriors. That's the fastest growing unit inside this army who use false personas and non-attribution and misattribution techniques. Listen to this. Online, including here in the country domestically, to track high-value targets, collect publicly accessible information, and listen to this part, engage in influence campaigns to manipulate social media. After Obama's purge of all high-ranking individuals in the military and the Pentagon that didn't agree with his left-wing philosophy, I documented that in a podcast last Thursday, May 13th, called American and French Generals Warn Civil War is Coming. There can't be any doubt about what political philosophy these people share. They're Marxists. And our own military leaders, 124 of them retired, warned us of just that. The Marxist takeover of our intelligence agencies and our institution by institutions by those who share Marxist philosophies. But you don't need to hear that in the letter they put out three weeks ago to know that. All you have to do is watch their recruitment videos from the CIA to the Army. Or to hear from Matthew Lorimeyer a commander with Space Force who recently wrote a book on how he's watching the Marxist takeover of our armed services. So let me give you one example of what I saw uh, in the past 10 months when I was in command of a unit. Uh, There were videos being sent out to every base uh, service member that we were asked to watch in preparation for our extremism down days and uh, discussions on race in which we were taught that the country was evil, that it was founded in 1619 and not 1776, and that whites are inherently evil. And so I speak up against those things in my book. Up next, you know how we've been speculating on this podcast that the Chinese military actually created COVID-19 and other similar weaponized viruses as bioweapons and did exactly what they told us they would do, use them as weapons economically well we've been theorizing about that and all of the evidence seems to point in that direction you know what they just admitted they did it whoa up next here's mike pompeo former cia director and former secretary of state under trump on what they knew during the trump administration about the true origins of COVID. When you were at the State Department, what did you know about the origins of the coronavirus, sir? We worked to get every bit of evidence that we could. We tried to deliver this. The CDC tried to work with the Chinese. They covered it up terribly. But every piece of evidence that we saw throughout the entire time I was there suggested that this originated in that laboratory at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Uh, I haven't seen a shred of evidence that suggests anything to the contrary. That evidence continues to accumulate in spite of the fact that the Chinese Communist Party will not permit anyone to get any access to the laboratory, to the original materials, to the doctors that were working there. The list of the cover-up efforts is staggering. And the combination of the circumstantial evidence that we have combined with the intense effort to deny us information about that lab, the risk that something like this happens again from that laboratory or another Chinese laboratory is very real. 
they are operating and conducting activities that are inconsistent with their capacity to secure those facilities, and the risk of bioweapons and bioterror emanating from this region is very real. Or maybe it already did. A senior member of the Communist Party, Ping Chang, just announced that China won the biological war against the U.S. in 2020. Chen is a professor of national development at Peking University and a senior researcher at China Institute. He's also a ranking member of the Chinese Communist Party. Let me explain. These people don't just haul off at the cuff and say stuff. Not without the approval of the party leadership at the highest levels. Ping Ching, with a bit of a grin on the side of his mouth, just announced that China has won the unprecedented biological war against the U.S. and that this war went down in 2020. Here's his horrifying quote. In 2020, China won the trade war, science and technology war, and especially the biological war. The achievement is unprecedented. This is an epic-making historical record. So for the liberal America-worshipping cult within China, their worship of the U.S. is actually unfounded. After this trade war and biological warfare, the U.S. was beaten back to its original shape, he said. So I think Trump's attempt to restore the declining international status of the U.S. during his four years has failed. This failure is not only the failure of Trump's personal campaign for re-election as president, but also the failure of the neoliberalism-led globalization of the past four decades, led by the U.S. and the U.K. Therefore, he said, the development and modernization model of the U.S. and Europe is not worthy of China's imitation and repetition, he said. I believe him. He's not wrong. Starting in 2007, high-ranking Chinese military members and Chinese military professors and scientists began talking publicly, even giving, giving speeches about using weaponized coronaviruses collected from bat caves as bioweapons. Then, as the UK Daily Mail reported in the last weeks, they found a 2015 Chinese military document in which they discussed... Again, weaponizing coronaviruses, specifically COVID viruses, for use against their enemies. There's a key part of the document, though, that most people have missed. They didn't intend to use them militarily. They intended to use them financially to leapfrog the Chinese economy over the U.S. In the process, crushing our status as the holder of the world's reserve currency and transferring that crown to China. Along with it would come our printing press. We would immediately default on our debt. We're printing cash now to pay it. Using those fake dollars to buy up treasuries no one on the bond market wants. The country, its economy, and the government would collapse almost instantaneously. It appears this is Ping admitting it's exactly what they did. It's an old tactic of the Chinese. They don't send the leadership out to admit this stuff. We might bomb them. No, they send a high-ranking member of the Chinese Communist Party out, first to announce how they intend to cripple us with whatever weapon, and then to take credit for doing so. It's intended to create a psychological effect both on their enemies, but, as he addressed it, 
to those hoping and yearning to be free within China. You can't fight. We'll always win. And it appears they have. Remember what I've told you the biggest story of the last year actually is. It's not COVID. It's how, for the first time in recorded world financial history, there was more investment, foreign investment, in China last year than in the U.S. That was deliberately orchestrated. First, China pumped PSYOP operations into our country. Photos of people dropping dead. The problem with the photos, including those of people lining the halls of hospitals and how China had to shut down their whole economy, is that, and this is how you know they're fake, all the people in them are young. That's not who COVID kills or targets. It kills and targets the elderly. They were fake. But they did and served one purpose, to tell the West the only way to handle this virus was to shut everything down. And once we got it, here we did. And then China immediately reopened, proclaimed the virus defeated, and the investment dollars went there. If they can keep them for another year or two, it will seal the fate of our economy, our currency, and probably our hope for ruling the world financially for a generation. It will put China in the driver's seat that the U.S. used to occupy. It'll make communism and their brand of a totalitarianism ascendant in the world. Key to the PSYOP that China ran on us was the fake death stats. Remember, when we shut down, we believed this thing had a 3.4% fatality rate. That was based entirely on Chinese numbers and conveyed through the WHO. If it indeed had a 3.4% fatality rate, it would be truly terrifying. It didn't. The fatality rate was actually much lower by a factor of at least 10. But we wouldn't learn that until we'd already decimated our economy to the benefit of foreign investment in China. It worked like a dream. It's one of the most brilliant schemes I've ever seen. Assuming, of course, it went down just like Ping said it did. And you know what, folks? I don't have too much of a doubt that it did. Or that the Democrats who used it to gain the political advantage weren't thrilled with it all. Thanks for listening to today's edition of the Battleground America podcast. Please help me out by subscribing and sharing it with at least one like-minded person that you know. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 